Fish B on the base. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the Fishbowl, chapter 536. 15 minutes or less, Monday through Thursday. I'm only Bob, but feel free to call me. Candy. Has this ever happened to you? You're getting ready for your podcast. And you think you know what direction you're going. And then like three minutes before it's time to sit down and record the podcast, the clouds part and the universe speaks to you and tells you a very important message. And then your entire podcast changes. Has that ever happened to you? I bet it has just happened to me. So the universe, as the skies open, the universe says to me, Bob or Candy, I want you to imagine yourself at one of those fancy space camps, but a space camp for adults with a whole bunch of former astronauts and weird uh, gravitational rides and just strange shit. But one afternoon, at Space Camp for Old People, which is a, which is a real, real fun way to spend money, uh, for an activity, they have a, they're like, do a podcast. And people are like, we don't, we don't, we, we're, we're at adult space camp, you know? We didn't make enough money in our lives to be here by doing podcasts. We don't, we, we don't know how to do that. And then the astronaut uh, up front who's, who's guiding this particular podcast seminar at adult space camp says, says, can anyone do a podcast? And by chance, does anyone, since, I don't know, Roe versus Wade is in the news a lot, does anyone have a, a, a hilarious or awkward story about abortion that they could, sh- yes, I said, a hilarious or awkward story about abortion that they could share with the rest of adult space camp and then, and then we can make a podcast out of it. And me, being the, being the giver that I am, being the sensitive and thoughtful lover that I am, I raise my hand. And I say, "Hey, hey, you're looking for somebody with a uh, with a with a hilarious or awkward abortion story. I've got one of those, and I'm happy to share. Let's make it a podcast universe. Let's do this thing, Adult Space Camp." This, I don't know how hilarious this is, but uh, it's weird. It's fucking awkward. You're going to follow me here for a minute. When I was going to, after I dropped out of Wasu and dropped out of life, I was going to Green River Community College in Auburn, Washington, which is like South Seattle. Uh, that's, that's the school that's named after a river synonymous with the serial killer, and it has the best college radio station in the country. Um, so while I'm doing that, I, need, I needed a job, and I needed like a full-time job. And I got a job, one of those where I wasn't qualified, but they would, they would really hire anybody. Um, I got a job at, at one of the classiest joints in Kent, Washington, which is a working class uh, a, a suburb of, of south, south of Seattle. And actually bought a house there later in my life and, and, and loved it. You would love Kent. If you're in England, it's kind of like Manchester, only, only smaller. But it's got a big population and working class folks, working class things. One of those, uh, 
a real melting pot. No matter who you are, you feel right at home. There's plenty of everybody. Kent, Washington, great place. So, but I got this, uh, I got this job working at, at a place that's, uh, it either has a different name now or it's no longer in business. And, and there's an abortion story here. You're going to love it. So I get a job at the Value Inn Motel. And you know that you are dealing with a, a top shelf, top flight, nothing but the best when you're at the, when you're at the Value Inn. And I had a very a, a lot of responsibilities at this job. I was, I was the kind of maintenance man, even though I didn't know how to fix anything. I was, I was in charge of, uh, of, of, like, of like, there was no pool, but there was a hot tub. And, and damn it. Try, trying to get the, the pH right, and this motherfucker, too much bromine and too little bromine, a real pain in the ass, this fucking, this goddamn jacuzzi at the Value Inn. Uh, one, one of my other jobs, even though the Value Inn didn't advertise it, is but they had a van, and in the unlikely event, you were flying into uh, Seattle's SeaTac Airport, of course, short for Seattle and Tacoma, uh, the SeaTac Airport. Um, you could you could you could get a ride, and I would get you one, and uh, and people wouldn't tip because it was the it was the value in, in in Kent Washington, and mostly people who stayed there were actually were actually truckers, and because they had to legally be off the road for eight hours after so many hours at the time, I would I would drive the van to the trucker yards. And, and, and drive the truckers uh, back to the motel to sleep it off for eight hours. And they also wouldn't tip because it was the value of motel and they were truckers. I also got to drive, though, and they, 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 they didn't tell you about this on the first day of the job. Uh, they told me this about two weeks in, like the first time it happened and it overlapped with, with my shift. Uh, at the time, and I'm not sure 100% why if abortion wasn't legal in Alaska, excuse me, or just inconvenient. But, but girls who wanted an abortion were, were flying down from Alaska to the Seattle-Tacoba area and staying, you know, nothing but the best at the, at the Kent Value Inn Motel. And then it would be, it would be my job uh, to drive them about five miles from the from the motel, or maybe it's three miles uh, to, but there's always you know some traffic. It wasn't it wasn't like a five minute drive, like twenty minute drive. Uh, but I would drive them, and then to 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 the place. I don't remember if it was Planned Her Planned Parenthood or uh, or a different one, but uh, I love Planned Parenthood's slogan. Wherever you're at on abortion, uh, Planned Parenthood's uh, slogan is care no matter what. Don't you wish every hospital said that? Apologies for my phone. Care, no matter what. Um, so, but I would, I would, I would drive. Um, and, it was, and it was awkward. And obviously I was always respectful. And, and I'm just, you know, it's, uh, it's, it, it's an awkward drive. And it's, it, it's tough driving them there. And it's, and, it's, and it's tough picking them up. Even though uh, oftentimes there was just, I mean, there weren't conversations, just some very simple, you, you know, hello, how are you, small chat, and just the niceties of being polite, being fully respectful of the situation. 
and usually the 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 girl the girls were pretty good. But it was obviously a heavy, heavy thing for him. And I don't you're thinking you're like like um Bob, uh didn't the didn't the space camp astronaut ask for a hilarious or awkward story? Okay, here's here here here's the awkward part. One of the last times I had to I had to do this uh, I had to do this to and fro, which of course now would be illegal in Texas and soon to be a, a bunch of other states. Um, I pick this young lady up and she's 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 okay, but I I pick her up and you know she's obviously just had a medical procedure or however you wanted to find it. I don't care. We're not debating that. But talk about. I mean, I there there's awkward drives you've had in your life, right? Like 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 an awkward drive after you get in a fight with like someone you're dating, or an awkward drive with like a family member, or even like an awkward like Uber driver, like like a creepy. Like, we've all been, <laughs> we've all, we've all taken awkward 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 trips where it was okay. All right, um, on this particular day, uh, after I pick up a uh, young lady, uh, there was an accident. Like way the fuck down the road, and and there was no really getting around it. This was the only way from from point A to point B, and and we were in traffic for oh god, probably an hour and a half to go three miles because it was an accident. And there's a lot of fucking traffic in Seattle. Hour and a half. This poor young girl in the back, right? This poor young thing, and I'm doing my best. I just, I just want to get back to. I just want to get back to the. And unfortunately, because of the way traffic was, like you couldn't move lanes. It was just, it was just an inch at a time, an inch at a time. I fucking got stuck behind, and I swear, I swear on everything I know as a as a humble Rostagno but Medi, but I got stuck behind this semi truck, and the semi, uh, uh, they turned like the back door. Uh, so into this giant billboard that I, and I was stuck behind it for a good for a good 30 minutes of this hour and a half. At least it wasn't all of it. But you, you want to take a wild gander? You want to take a wild fucking guess? In the, well, I'm driving this, you know, this little this little like Dodge Caravan thing that says value in motel on the side of this young lady in the back behind it. It turned into political statement. All it says, as big as you can fucking write it, abortion is murder. Thirty minutes of this shit. I just, there was nothing I could do about it. I've been in a lot of awkward situations, a lot of things that I'm like, holy fucking shit, you know. If not for respect for the young lady and, and to get her back to where she needs to get to the like the, the motel safely. Um, that was the only thing preventing me from just turning off the caravan and just, and just, and just running for my life, just running for my life. Cause it was just, it was, it was too weird. So I lie to you about the hilarious part. It, well, in fairness, I didn't lie to you. The adult NASA space camp astronaut asked for, awkward or hilarious and that was that was awkward and it's 
it's not hilarious. And as this Roe versus Wade, and, and, and when this thing comes out, the Supreme Court, it is, uh, is going to be all-consuming. The protests are going to be, it is... Talk about dropping Molotov cocktails into an already volatile political environment. Holy shit. But remember that we're talking about real people. These are real humans with real problems. They have real shit going on. And I can tell you driving these young ladies, regardless of my personal feelings about the procedure, None of them were there because everything was going great and carefree and all that shit. Like that. Yeah. It wasn't no pleasure cruise. Real people, real humans. That's the best I can do for you today. But the universe speaks, and you might be able to tell from my voice, like, like when it gets real raspy like this, I'm not not feeling great so i'm doing my best um i i think there's a decent chance tomorrow follow this i love when you can solve a problem and my favorite is solving multiple problems uh with with one throw of a stone what if what if we could use parades in american cities to help curb homelessness what if we could solve the homeless crisis with parades. I've got some thoughts. It's just to, you know, to get to get us going. So I think that's what we're gonna do tomorrow, but maybe the universe speaks to me and we have to go a totally different direction. For Super Gladys Wonder Kitty, I'm only Bob Van Dyne. No one calls me candy. If you like this podcast, share it. Social media is not my thing, but that's the only way the show grows. It's the only way it grows. As if you share it, so I don't blame you if you don't. But I'll love you forever if you do. Till manana. Sadios, fish bee.